Like, my dad is literally harassing me. Why would you know his password? You know that, you know, if you are a millennial child to Jesus boomer parents, Why you are supposed to know. Why would he know? any the, of your past uh, why would you know any of his password the so this is I, listen i go through password drama with my dad at least once a month at least ain't no way i may be lowballing ain't no way sis and so with this situation he's telling me all about it da -da -da -da, and i said dad i literally have no sympathy for you good god not you ain't got no sympathy no for i him. don't because i bought my dad a book that says passwords on it. Okay. It was a joke for Christmas about four years ago, mm -hmm. but a resourceful joke. Right. Because you're supposed to write down every single password, because he doesn't have a Mac, so he has like a regular HP mm -hmm. computer. So it doesn't save his pass. Exactly. So he's calling me on mm -hmm. the way here like, maybe my computer has it. I said, I don't know where HP does that. I know on Apple products. It saves it for you. Then he got the nerve to send me a text. Oh, God. Oh, God. Talking about found password for Google in my book. Your handwriting is illegible. <sighs> it looks legible to me. Thank you. I said, excuse me. Oh, my God. He said, is that your handwriting? Tell me what it says. I said, whatever. Mm -hmm. Try that. Doesn't work. Okay. So what do you want... How, what, what do you want he, me to do he, about this? He just got to go in and hit that reset, tell him I forgot my password. But wait, then that include that, that would also include him having to like know where they're sending the backup situation. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. He asked me a question about something technology. I said, if you don't call Sierra, because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what it was. And I was like, I don't know. I do know my church is having a digital literacy program on Saturday. Is he going? He, well, he don't got access to his email, so he can't sign up. I will be calling <laughs> the church. I will be is calling there the not, Is there not a, 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 a I don't know, a but I'm, it's cool. I'm sign. calling the church in the morning. And I'm be like, hey, put, put Ralph on the list. Put him on the list right now. He'll be there bright and early. I don't know what it is, because my dad is the same way, actually. It, maybe it, no, my mom is, I was going to say maybe it's just dad's, but my, my mom is like that with Instagram or social media. She's like, how do I check my DMs? I'm oh, like, I, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've, I think I've given my mom three Instagram lessons. Your mom and Instagram, I feel like your mom knows She knows to how to do. post, but like. Like if we're together and she'll open up her Instagram, she'll have like fifteen messages. And I'm like, you're not gonna you don't see that yeah. number right there. You don't see that number sitting right there at the top on the right. Is that that red bubble? Right. Like how do you how do you ignore that? It's right there and it's in red. It's in red. Giant number. And then she'll be like, Well, who sent me this? I don't know who I don't know who these people are. <laughs> That's what it is to me. Like, well, who what does this mean? That's your message. That's not my business. I've given her an Instagram tutorial. I've given her a Twitter tutorial. I'm not giving her no more Twitter tutorials. Oh, I think Twitter would just com like completely confuse. She online. has a profile, but she, she's like, and how do I tweet again? Oh no. my gosh! No, no, no. y'all boomers need to get it together, or just you know, or don't. <laughs> you know what? Stay off the maps. Just yeah. Stay on a Facebook's. That, yeah, Facebook is that's your safe that's, space. That's your spot. Y'all stay there. Okay, so Facebook and email. Because my grandma stayed emailing me. Yeah, stuff. okay. Like, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then be, you didn't get my email. If you don't pick up the phone, Johnny May, and just she emailing call me. you. Oh, she emails me all the time. <laughs> just a question. 
did you invite so-and-so oh, to the wedding? Why couldn't you text that to me? Or call me? Mm -hmm. Whatever. I don't care. Your grandma texts? Oh, all the time. My grandma, my grandma don't even know where her cell phone is right now, probably. Now, Eliza don't know where her cell phone is. Mm -hmm. I can send Eliza a text message, and she'll see it a week later. Oh, my God. Because she literally <laughs> don't be know where her phone is. But my grandma, I give, you know, she has an Android. Okay, listen, one step at a time. You know, but... Was that her choice or somebody... Yes, that oh. was her choice. She doesn't She doesn't like Apple. She thinks that they're evil. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, we can go ahead and start the show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You'll hurt yourself trying to figure it out. Woo! All righty. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I'm your girl CRT. And I'm your girl Sherelle P. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks the Podcast. Where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Season 8 is here. Episode 2 is what we is doing mm -hmm. today. Um, got a little list. Yeah, we do have a we have a we have a nice list. A nice little list or whatever. Some cute, nice list. you know, some cute, you know, hot mm -hmm. for the winter. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Even though it's warm outside. Well, I turned the heat on for you, cause it was sixty six degrees in here, and oh. I was totally fine with that. But I knew you was coming, so yeah. I wanted to accommodate you. Sierra's house is like, so like she is Alaska, and I am Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Whenever like, I go to Sherelle's house, I'm burning the fuck up. Like, easily. I find it very comfortable in my home. I'm like, good guy. And she has the, like, she has the fan on turbo. Like, who has the fan on turbo? I do. In January, wait, I'm sorry, February. I do. Well, I turned it off, you know, because I don't want to interfere with what, you know, what's going on. But oh, yeah, that's true, too. As soon as this, as soon as we end this, I'm just going to have like that Yes. That is just wild to me. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Sis, yeah. what can't you wrap your head around? All right. I can't wrap my head around apologies, okay? Oh. So, Emmy, Golden Globe winner, Ayo. At a beer, from that show, The Bear. Yes. I have not watched it, but yes. And, and Janine's sister from Abbott Elementary. She played her sister on oh, season, okay. what was that, one or two? Okay. She hosted Saturday Night Live a couple, maybe like two weeks ago. Oh. Um, and J-Lo was the musical guest. <gasps> I saw that. Right. Okay, yeah. So apparently some old tweets from AO came up post her celebrity where she basically called J-Lo's career a scam and was like, that's a dub, you know, like I really don't see what y'all see, blah, 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 blah. I can't wrap my head around her apologizing. So J-Lo was the musical guest, A.O. was the host, and she said, and I quote, and this is J-Lo, J-Lo said, she came to my dressing room and apologized with tears in her eyes, saying how terrible it was that she had said those things. She felt really badly and loved my performance because we had done my sound check and she actually got to hear me perform. She was like, she was just like, I'm so effing sorry. It was so awful of me. I don't know. You know, I saw this and I was like, I don't believe this. I actually do because Ao did say like somewhere on Twitter she said something that like she apologized and I'm like why are you apologizing? I guess to be professional and all of that stuff like that or let's whatever. keep it a bug. If J Lo was not the musical guest, 
mm-hmm. of that show mm-hmm. at the time that you just happened to be hosting because mm-hmm. you are amazing, she would have never got that apology. This is also true. And I also feel like she's been in the room with AO numerous times this award season. Ben mm-hmm. Affleck has been there. Oh, You've been true. there. You, you ain't apologize to her. So why all of a sudden now she got apologized? I can't wrap my head around it. She said what she said. All AO did was say what we all already know. Well, maybe people were probably, you know, pressuring her to, you know, you know how to, you know how they can be, you know how it can be on the internet, you know how it can be on the internet, sis. I just don't like it. I, I mean, I hear you. I don't like it. I didn't like that AO felt the need to do that. Like, uh, and I'll give a little more context on those thoughts on another topic, but oh, child. you know, but oh, I, yeah, we all, we, we, everybody has said that JLo's career is a scam. And if JLo wasn't putting out this movie and album about her life. She wouldn't have got that apology. Ain't she always putting out a movie and an album about her life? Well, apparently she got it's, the new album is called "This Is Me Now." I think it's been influenced by Ben Affleck and just her journey oh. to love. Oh, she had a she had an album back in the day called "This Is Me Then." Oh snap! From I'm glad that I'm making love to you. Remember that song? That's I know that because that song was on that album and I did like that song. Music oh video. snap! Yes, yeah, so she was like, I remember she was like. When she did the promo for This Is Me Then, she was like, you know, in the future, I want my kids to know, like, what it was like oh. for me then. But Okay, J-Lo, I see what you did So, there. I do, the marketing on that, brilliant. I, I give you, I, I like give, that. I give credit where credit is due. I do like that. Um, okay. But, yeah, oh, okay. Mm. I, don't, I don't pay attention to J-Lo anymore. I, that's what I'm I, saying. I really don't. No, I, I don't. I, uh, I have checked out, mm. like, mm. early 2000s J-Lo, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I checked out on J-Lo when she agreed to do the Motown tribute on the Grammys. Um, and I know she was just doing what she was asked, but I'm going to need her to pay. You know, like I would have been like, no, thank you, because some of the Motown legends are still loving. That was so triggering for me. Girl. I we talked. Did we talk about that? We sure did, because people were talking about, the, like, I don't like the Grammy. I said, I was over. The, I'm still not over the Grammys asking J-Lo to do that. When you got Gladys Knight still walking around, Snooky Robinson still walking around. That or I'm talking about even some of the black artists who are around. Mm, right. Like, they, they don't. Was Jennifer was Jennifer Hudson not available? Listen, I'm just all I'm saying is. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Diana Ross? All I'm saying is, if it was a Celia Cruz tribute, there would Ooh. be no blacks up there. Well, maybe it would be. Who? Celia Cruz. Well, I don't With know. Who they get? Cynthia and Revo or something? Please, because I don't like her Ooh. either. So <laughs> that's what I can't wrap my head around. Apologies. Like you said what you said. It's fine, you know, and clearly you're reaping the benefits of your amazing career. Um, I got to watch The Bear. I heard it's a really good show. I, I mean, it, it won the, the, the thingies that it wins. Yeah. Yes. And so. that guy is hot. I like Jeremy. You know, I, uh, I'm sorry. That's not, that's, that's some spoiled milk. I don't want that one. Oh. I don't want it. Even after you saw the Calvin Klein? I seen the and? whole, I, yeah, I seen it. Oh. I seen it. I seen it. So you still gonna pick Stephen Colbert over Jeremy? Stephen Allen. Colbert, that's my man. That's my man. My man. My man. My man. Yes, I am. To this day. <laughs> to this day. You know what? Just <laughs> what? What can't you wrap your head around, sis? What can't you wrap that head around? Okay. What I can't wrap my head around is. So I'm tr- I'm trying to like start cooking or something like that. I don't know, girl. So proud of you. Anyway, I went to the store and did you know that they um sell Tabitha's seasonings in Publix now? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Are we about to do this right now? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wrap my head around how amazing they are. I really, really, I made pepper steak and rice and I put the seasoning like you know mixed with other stuff on my beef 
And when I tell you, I smashed. What seasoning is Tabitha's? Which one was it? The sunshine seasoning. Hmm. You want me to go get it? No, no. I can go get it, right? This right. I mean, you, you can. It's not going to change my viewpoints on it. Okay, well, now I need to know why, what's your viewpoints on it. It is the most bland season I've ever used in my life. You're crazy. It is very bland. I, listen, you're, you're this is a Tabitha Brown Stan account, but I believe that when you are a true fan of somebody, you can give them open criticism. And I thought that that seasoning was very mid. I was very disappointed. Wow. Um, I'm disappointed in this conversation. That's just, I'm just, you know, like the sunshine, mm-mm. She did put out another one. Yeah, I got all three of them. Which, wait, the sunshine hold one on. is, hold on. Hold on, I'ma go get them. I'ma go get them. I'ma go get them, okay? I'ma give y'all every elevator music. Well, it, it only had three in the store, but apparently. Oh, that's my elevator music. I was giving them elevator music while you was. They can um, still hear me while I was all. I, I didn't, you know. I got the mic. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Right. So we got, so this is the one that I use. <gasps> yeah. So the sunshine, what? Can you see it? <laughs> the sun. What does that have in there? Uh, this is the ginger, garlic, pineapple, and mango. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is not it. Then they have. Then she got light, sweet, like sweet, like smoky. That's not the one. I hadn't had that one. Garlic, onion. I'm sorry. Turbinado, sugar, and paprika. Can I taste? Yeah. I haven't taken the thingy off yet. Oh, I don't want to open it then. I don't want to open it. Girl, if you don't open it, okay, so all right. If you don't stop playing with me, I just want to, you know. I just want to make sure. And then we have very, very good garlic, which has garlic, black pepper, yeah. and lemon. I am shocked that I bought this because you know I don't like lemon pepper wings or anything. I don't like lemon pepper. That one is. Is it because it's lemon and pepper? No. Because who the hell would do that? Because I, I, this is a lemon pepper stand account. I love lemon pepper. I don't know. But that one is not it. But I'm just going to I'm just. Gonna I want taste. my black people to be free from lemon pepper. Oh, God. Oh, I can smell the sweetness. Oh, I'm going to put that on my salmon. That smells good. Yeah, maybe. Okay, wait. Let me yeah, because I used sunshine on my salmon last night, and I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Where the lid? Get going. Go on. Clean your hands. Go no, on. This is not a love you, Tabitha, but no. Sherelle, I'm done with you. It's a no for me, dog. Anyway, I went to the <laughs> store, <laughs> bought them. I'm excited. Not that much excited, like more excited about cooking. But I'm a, like a, a little bit like if I if it was like a hundred percent, I'm at twenty. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, these these are I thought they was great. You know what? Um, put in the comments whether or not you've tried the Tabitha Brown seasonings. What do you think? Is Sherelle a quotable source? Uh, wait a minute. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know I just mm, I do I do think the one that I just tasted. Maybe on like some teriyaki chicken or something like yeah, that. Maybe. Yeah. But that sunshine one, I was very you, disappointed. You, I, I seasoned my chicken thighs with it and I was like. Maybe you should season your beef with it. Okay. I will try that. Now, mind you, I am not a cook, okay? Okay. True. But, but, but it's I, okay. But I'm telling you, like, I really enjoyed it on the beef. Yeah, you like, you're, you like to eat. So, like, you can taste. Like, you know, yeah. and that's what I was like. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it on the beef. Maybe try it on the beef. Just try it on, try it on like a, I don't know, like a fajita or something. Okay. You may, you know, you like tacos and stuff. I love tacos. Yeah, you know, when you make some home taco, I don't know, child. I'm just, I'm doing the best I can. Even Brandon was like, meh. Wow. Yeah, we were. Y'all still got it at the house? Yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not going to throw it out. Like. Yeah, try it on the beef. Okay. That's I'll, all. I'll give it one more try. One more try. I mean, granted, she's like a vegetarian, so it tell you like it's good for veggies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like greens and sweet potatoes, and I'm like, what the hell? I got greens, beans. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
Dang. Yeah. Oh, alrighty. Well, you know, that's it. That's what I can't wrap my head around. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I'm excited about that. That's good. Yeah. How proud of you? Like, thanks. So I gotta send. You, I gotta send you some recipes. Yes, you gotta send me some recipes. As you know, that's all my timeline look like. Yes. Recipes and nail designs on yeah. Instagram. Wow. Look, girl, I be said like what I made last week. No, like two weeks ago, I made mm -hmm. a spicy shrimp and sausage cabbage. Okay. It. So good. Interesting. Okay. You like cabbage? No. I like collard greens, though. That just seems like a lot to cook yeah, in some cabbage. Good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cut it up real quick. Yeah, no. I don't like cabbage. <sighs> all right. I'm Sorry. Upset. Sorry. It's okay. That's all right. I'm, I'm, most people usually are. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, get in line. <laughs> For those who are new here, so Sierra is a very peculiar eater. Mm. I'll allow that word. You know, we won't we won't say picky. Thank like, you. She's very peculiar. Thank you. Uh, no, particular. Okay. About what she likes to eat. Yes. Um, you know, like her white men, it kind of, sometimes it won't make sense. So it's like, you know, cabbage, Stephen Colbert. You get Stephen Colbert is. You get what I'm, I'm saying? Not, I'm not doing this with you. You get what I mean? It's I'm just not. Like, I'm not doing this with the you. The math don't be mathing, but you know we love her though. I was I, I was well aware of Jeremy Allen White when, when he was on that other show. What other show? From HBO, where it had all the kids. Oh Shane! Oh oh Shane, Shameless. Shameless! Yeah. I never watched that either. It was actually pretty funny. Simone watched that. It I was actually pretty that. funny. All right. all right. What we got, sis? All right. So we're back with busting ballots. How did, how did y'all like uh, the last segment? Like, yeah, like give us some tea. Did you are you enjoying that? You I know. did. I did see some engagement. Some people were like really talking about some laws in their states that they wanted help. Um, wanted yeah, some. Yeah, they were kind of like y'all need to talk about this. Y'all need to talk about that. Somebody said Louisiana, and I was like, cool. Give us a little bit more. Like, what do you want to learn? I know about in Louisiana specifically. Yeah, or, you know. So yeah, very. Um, I haven't gotten to posting the rest of them on our socials yet, but give me okay. give me a second, okay? It's just me and her. Okay? That's okay. Yeah. Literally just two people doing this process. Exactly. This project, this, That's okay. You know, so yeah. But we're back with some more states. What states we doing today? So today we are doing Arkansas, California, and Colorado. Mm -hmm. Okay. First mm -hmm. of all, I thought there was more A states, but that clearly is. we covered them. Yeah. So okay. So here are some changes in Arkansas election law addresses. Mm -hmm. It's a big issue for 2024, so pay attention. If you notice, it's the second election ballot type law that is be, that's going into effect uh, for 2024. So I really, we really, really need y'all to pay attention. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, hold on, I'm gonna. Okay, so <clears throat> get this, Arkansas voters in the March fifth, take it easy, <laughs> primary and general nonpartisan judicial elections will be subjected to numerous changes in Arkansas election law, which came about during the general assembly. Early voting in the primary begins Tuesday and ends March fourth. Right. So for those who don't know, Super Tuesday, I mean, um, primaries begin on March 5th. Mm -hmm. So why they're doing something on March 4th, nobody knows. This says the new laws relate to everything from ballot security measure to the creation of an electric, I'm sorry, of an election integrity unit within the attorney general's office. 
is giving Florida and Georgia. So according to Act 544, mm -hmm. if the State Board of Election Commissioners investigates a complaint of voting law violation that finds that there is probable cause to believe there is a criminal violation, the State Board of Election Commissioners may forward the complaint to the prosecuting attorney for criminal prosecution. So let me break that down for you Please, a little bit. Please, because I'm a little bit confused. Let me break that down for you mm -hmm. a little bit. Arkansas is allowing people that if they just have a complaint, if they get a phone call saying, you know, we think there's some election fraud going on over here. The Board of Elections Commissioner can send that to a criminal prosecution, meaning you can have the cops at your door to arrest you over a complaint that was filed. Wait, so then no, nobody, nobody would investigate first, just straight up jail? That's what they, they didn't say anything about jail, but you will be facing prosecution due to a complaint. You didn't do anything wrong. They just feel like, you know what? I think that you are violating, um, violating some voting laws. You can be subject to prosecution. What? Okay. Another major change in the procedure for the filing of ballot initiatives is increasing the numbers of counties from which signatures are required from 15 to 50 signatures. Repeat that one more time. Okay, I'm going to read the whole thing. Okay. A major change in the procedure for the filing of ballot initiatives and referendum petitions, Outlaw and Act 236, and the Voter Protection Act, mm -hmm. we talked about that thoroughly, in 2023, increases the numbers of counties from which signatures are required from 15 to 50. Okay, here's my question. So, 50 counties need signatures now to just 15 or they need 50 people from yes wait hold on for the filing of ballot for the so basically to file a ballot you need 50 signatures versus the 15 that you once needed so okay well then now my other question is if i don't get 50 ballots then, then do none of those ballots count i'm not now that i don't know because that doesn't make sense how are you going to say that my ballot don't count because y'all don't have enough signatures what yeah yeah, this is, there's, there's a lot of... This is going to make my head explode. There's a lot of legislature that's going on when it comes to voting rights and ballot initiatives and things in Arkansas. Like this list, this is seen it, the list is... We'd be here all day talking about Arkansas if I read all this. This is why I'm saying we need stuff like this because... Yeah. From what my understanding is, like that last one you just read, that would basically mean right. that none of those ballots would count if they don't have 50 signatures. This one is amending the law concerning paper ballots, right? Okay. So sponsored by Senator Kim Hammer, who is a Republican, it requires that counties that choose to use paper ballots in place of approved voting machines be responsible for the cast of the ballots and any devices used for printing and tabulation. To me, that's just opening ways for voter fraud. Why are you using, like... And the paper ballots be compatible with the electronic vote tabulation divided... Uh, devices selected by the Secretary of State. Hmm. I'll read it once again. It requires that counties that choose to use paper ballots in place of approved voting machines mm -hmm. be responsible for the cost of ballots and any devices used for printing and tabulation and that printer ballots be compatible with the electronic vote tabulation devices selected by the Secretary of State. My other issue right now is mm -hmm. that why are you allowing counties to choose? My point. Why don't you just make sure, make it a law that all of them have to use electronic? 
Well. Oh, shut up. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, so that, that just opens up doors for complaints. Yes. You get what I'm oh saying? Oh my God. I would, I would think that more voter fraud, first of all, mm-hmm. voter fraud even isn't even that big of a fucking deal for it to be as big of an issue as it is. Right. Nonetheless. If we're going to talk about it. If we going to talk about it. Nonetheless, though, I feel like if voter fraud was going to happen, it was gonna, it's going to happen when paper, with paper and pen or pencil. Right. Because when we hear vote, it was, it's through the machine. I don't even get, there's no pen in my hand. There's nothing in my hand. Like, Literally. I don't get nothing. Nothing. Wow. <sighs> this is a lot. There's okay. a lot. This, there's, yeah. there, there's stuff in here about poll watchers. There, there's a lot going on in here. So Jesus, be sure to check it out. If anybody, Christ. if any of our listeners are in Arkansas, um, you know, you guys voted for Sarah Huckabee Sanders mm. and she's behind a lot of this stuff. This so. is bizarre. <sighs> so that's Arkansas. That's oh. the last A state okay. that we're dealing with. Now we're going to move on to good old California, dude. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Sick. Whoa. Sick, bro. Do you even live? I never met anybody from California that like, I used to think that everybody from California talked like that. I did too. But why are you taking forever to load? Is it because I'm not, you don't on the internet? Hold on. I am. I don't know why I was acting like that. Oh. Um, hold on. Oh, there it goes. Oh. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> Little sister. Okay. They did that because we was making fun of the California accent. That's why. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. Okay, so we know, I mean, California is a little bit more of a progressive state. Mm-hmm. They're not as as controversial as Arkansas, Alabama, some of the A states. So um little of this is kind of a good thing. So they're making it easier for faith groups and colleges to build affordable housing on their land. That's a good thing, right? Faith groups, like Mm -hmm. religious? Yep. Okay. So religious institutions and nonprofit colleges in California will be allowed to build affordable housing on their properties without having to go through complex and expensive rezoning processes under a state, a new state law that will go into effect, uh, actually already went into effect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. Okay. That is a good thing. Um, Hold on. There was another one that I actually wanted to read. Was that one it? Okay. This has to do with uh, miscarrying, miscarrying, mm-hmm. so yes. reproductive loss. So pregnant people who miscarry or couples who experience a failed adoption will now be eligible for five days of off time through California's reproductive loss, le- loss leave. Okay. That's great. Um, first of all, I didn't know that that was a thing. Um, what do you mean? I didn't know, and I and I have to, I'm interested if other states do this. Like I didn't know that if you know other states don't do this. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know other. There states. I go being optimistic. I know. Again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but hold on. Okay, okay. Okay. Actually, California comes after after who? Utah. Wow. And Illinois passed similar reproductive laws. Okay. Utah's a shocker there. That that part. Okay. okay. Under California's new law, employers are not obligated to pay employees for a time off, and employees are only allowed oh. to use 20 days of reproductive loss leave within a year-long period. So at least they have um, a year, but... That's rough. I mean, yeah. the... the um... Like the intent is there, you know, like the intention is there. Mm-hmm. It could use some work, but I mean, I guess they probably like, listen, meet me halfway. Let's do five days. Yeah. We'll start there. But I don't know if I lost a baby, I probably would be devastated for longer than five days. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, you know so, what I'm saying? Like it's it's going to take me a minute. Right. So. For sure. For sure. The last one I want to touch on with California is police officers have to say why they stopped the driver. Mm, love and that. This conversation is actually happening in a lot of different states. 
Um, I did a story a couple of days ago. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the state, mm-hmm. but it, it is something that is happening. They're really trying to push like, why are you stopping me? You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think this is a good thing. So beginning this year, it will be illegal for a law enforcement for law enforcement to make to make it the first thing they say to you. Instead, they'll have to tell you why they stopped or pulled you over before engaging in any questioning, which is great for people that have been pulled over. Do you know why I pulled you over? No, God damn it. Like, I mean, I'm just trying to go to work. Right. Don't don't try to play mind games with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just tell me, can we move on? Uh, okay, I like this, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel like there are other legislations that could be happening around California's police, LAPD mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah, for um, sure. But I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's a couple of other things in question mm-hmm. in California, increasing city council member pay, which I don't know about that. Okay. Um, okay. You know. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, LGBTQ plus cultural competency training for teachers. Interesting. Wow. Very interesting. Law taking effect in the new year requires California Department of Education to establish LGBTQ plus cultural competency training for teachers. It's called the Safe and Supportive Schools Act. Mm. Under the act, uh, the education department will need to set up a training curriculum for teachers and other certified school employees to support LGBT plus uh, L- LGBT Jesus <laughs> LGBTQ plus <laughs> students. <laughs> this is a twister. Oh my goodness. Um, and this is actually coming like this happened all because of a transgender student in Sacramento. Apparently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he urged state lawmakers to send this to the governor's desk. Um, yeah, he identified himself as Adrian, a 10th grader, had attended um, a high school in Elk Grove. Mm-hmm. He told lawmakers he came out as transgender to a small group of people but didn't want it to be known to others. Mm. A teacher found out and attempted to affirm Adrian's gender identity by calling Adrian he, him in front of the whole class without permission. <sighs> oh, shit. But you know what? Shout out to Adrian um, for being like, I don't want this to happen to anybody else. So let me take it to Gavin Newsom. So good for him. It also requires the education department to have an online training program in place by 2025-2026 school year. And the online training will start during that time and only will apply and only apply to educators who teach 7th through 12th grade. That's fair. I think that's great. I think that is probably I am interested to see how they're going to get around the pronoun thing though. I'm interested to see how they're going to get around DEI initiatives being attacked with this. Well, that part too. You know? Yeah. Because, damn, I'm just thinking about the teacher, like the teacher, like, you know, trying to affirm Adrian, yeah. like, hey, he, him. And then like, oh, shit, you've been outed. Like, yeah, because has, then what do you call, call them? them? They, them, I guess. Mm. I don't know. But even with that, that would cause speculation from other students. You know what I'm saying? If this person is used to being called she, her, and they're transitioning. Fuck. And then you're just saying, you know. Oh, don't forget to ask them, you know, a question or whatever. Kids, I mean, kids aren't. I mean, you know? I mean, because that could kind of work though. Because like, don't forget to ask them a question. True. You know, hmm. I don't. I don't know. That that should be interesting. I can't wait to see how they'll handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, Adrian. The fact that it was like, yeah. you know, this mm. one kid made a difference. Love that. So good for them. Shout out to you, Adrian. Adrian. For real. That was my. Uh, okay. That's enough. That was your. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You know, listen. Ah, what's the next thing? <laughs> Colorado, last state. Uh, 
Proposing a, a bill that would ban guns in public places, hospitals, and other sensitive places. Yes, please. I think in Colorado that is very smart, being that they are very uh, drug happy states. It, oh, it is. Yeah, they do. You they, get what I mean? Yeah, they be getting lifted over there. Lifted like John Legend, okay? Because <laughs> okay, that's probably the best thing okay. for Colorado. They're saying that this is uh, they're being banned in sensitive spaces. Is, is Colorado, wait, did Columbine happen in Colorado? Yes. Hmm. That should have been, on, okay. Yeah, it should have happened a long time ago. Like, let's say 2000. <laughs> okay. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Senate Bill 24-130 was introduced with prohibit firearms either concealed or not in such places as public parks, community recreation centers, hospitals, sporting venues, bars, libraries, universities schools, mm-hmm. voting centers, and government buildings. It also will prohibit people from carrying guns at events like protests and rallies. Okay. I mean, um, it does uh, contain some exemptions for law enforcement because that was my answer. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, wait a minute. You need security in hospitals. You need security in all these places. Right. Um, so law enforcement officers, members of the military, security personnel, and people participating in an organized college extracurricular. Like what? Like intramurals, uh, you know how like ANT used to have intramural flag football, like that kind of thing. So what do we need guns for? Listen, people do keep that tooly on them often, all the but time. But they're exempt. Like so, if you're at a flag football, you know you're good. You can carry your gun. So that is, hmm. I have questions about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Unless, I mean, unless this is a archery extra, I, I, don't, I don't you know. don't you wouldn't need a gun for archery that's a yeah. that's a bow and arrow so ROTC, you know what i don't know oh rotc yeah but no they don't give you real guns in rotc do they give you they don't i give, don't know i don't think they give the kids real guns in rotc i don't to be flipping the fake guns little fake white guns but these are kids these are college this is college oh. not high school well i wouldn't give a college kid a gun either. that's elaborate you know what that gun. part i don't know i don't know um, it also be banned at churches, temples, mosques, and any places of worship unless the owners expressly allow people to carry. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So shout out to Colorado for suddenly wanting to keep people safe. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, you bringing up Columbine. I was like, yeah. I had to think about, I'm like, I think yeah, that's, that's where Colorado, that's where it should have been a thing. Yeah. Y'all should have did that a long time ago. Long, long time ago. I was in the I think I was in the fifth grade when that happened, sixth I grade. I can't, I don't even remember. Or I do, but I was shook. I just remember like all the stories around it or whatnot. Like, have you ever watched a documentary on it? I have not. I have not. I have not. I just remember like it was two white boys and it was in trench coats. Could have been prevented. Of course it could have. Like the clues. I, I know the one of them. They were making like stuff in their in their garage or something like that. Making yeah. the, I mean, they literally was in their college. I mean, in the high school yearbook picture, like this, like <laughs> with the with the Hitler salute. No, with the like the guns, like literally. Jesus pointing, Christ! Like, oh um, my God! So yeah, Colorado, no more guns in sensitive spots. Mm-hmm. So uh, for our Colorado um, Colorado listeners, pay attention to Bill twenty four dash one three one. Yeah. Very important, especially if you're a concealed gun carrier. Mm-hmm. Um, just be careful. 
you know, you don't want to get locked up. Right. If this but, goes to. Uh, but you can have it at flag football. Yeah. So. We're going to. Uh, hope no shit breaks out at the flag football game. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, no, I mean, it's the truth. Because, like, <laughs> we have questions. We have questions. <laughs> is that it for color? That is it for busting ballots. <laughs> no, nigga, that nigga pulled my flag. That shit wasn't right. Yeah, like, like, wait, wait, a wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's flag football. <laughs> It's an actual like debate team, like somebody like you know, like what you say? I said, <laughs> wait a minute, what's going on here? I should not be laughing at this. I should not. <laughs> Somebody needs to take it back to the to the, the draft. drawing board. Yeah, yeah. like you know yeah, what? I don't, I don't know, dog. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for busting ballots. All right, we'll yeah. We'll be back with three more states next week. Absolutely. Um, uh, but know that all these. Uh, links will be in the yes yeah in, in the description. I will I will keep a full list of them. And I'll just keep adding them. So I messed up, but I went ahead and added them for last week's episode. So, but this week it'll be exactly all of those six of those exactly. Or until YouTube tells me I can't put nothing else in the description, then we'll figure it out. And then that's rude. That is so rude. Is there limits? There is character limits in the description box. So we'll figure it out. We'll probably like put something in a link tree. Maybe we can make like a Google sheet. We can make a Google sheet or okay, something, we'll and we'll that. put that in that way. You guys can um have access to all of it. Okay, that's fair. We yeah, can do that. yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I'll just keep it three three each episode then. So yeah. All right. Ooh. Let's get into the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got a few political hot takes. Mm-hmm, for sure. There's some things going on. I'm actually gonna go. Um. Mm-hmm. Down up. So this 2017 tax law. Ooh. I was doing some research because I was like, "You want to talk about that first? And I was like, "Hmm." Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "I was like, no. Like, do we even want to talk about it? But this is a big deal." Oh yeah, because folks is not you're not getting as much money as you think you were getting this year. Damn. In your tax returns. Damn. Um, they really okay. said, "Hey, Brokey." Literally. <laughs> so this is something that is uh, Donald Trump did back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> even though y'all think uh, your boy uh, Biden did it. Oh. That's what happens when you don't vote. Okay. Or you don't listen to Head Rice and Lipsticks where we give you all the political connotation and education that you need. So, yeah, Donald Trump, um, in 2017, his Tax Cuts and Jobs Act um, actually is still taking effect in 2024, right? Okay. So, at stake is the so-called state and local tax deduction, or the SALT deduction, which was limited to $10,000 in Trump's signature tax law. But a new proposal would lift the cap to $20,000 for married couples with a change uh, retroactive to the 2023 tax year, right? Mm -hmm. So that means if this moves forward for all my married folks, the soon-to-be... The proposal could deliver bigger 2024 tax refunds to millions of married taxpayers. God damn, it's rough out here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't like that. I don't I mean, like that at all. I'd love that for you next year. I mean, but yeah, okay. Meanwhile, okay. they're like, you single? Yeah, wait, where is... Be um, broke forever. Um, Hold on, I'm trying to find... The government does not care about single people. Okay. In my Kanye voice. So after 2023, the assault cap will revert back to 2010, um, 2010, to 10,000 per filer, regardless of filing status, until the end of 2025, when the deduction limit will expire, along with other provisions from the tax 
Cuts and Jobs Act. Oh, um, so there's a limit on this. There is a limit, um, but still, you might not be getting as much money as you think you are. Yeah. So, um, I don't like it. I mean, obviously, this is to help the the rich because they need so much help. One Republican lawmaker, he was saying this is a pro-family tax measure that rights are wrong, and this is ultimately about fairness. To who? I know. Because the know. singles still get nothing. Well, he's a uh, this is a representative Mike Low Mike Lawler, okay. a Republican from New York. Um, he's the one who introduced the bill. So uh, he added that his constituents are feeling the impact of higher housing costs and costs. Higher housing costs and inflation and that providing tax relief could help many of them as well as taxpayers across the nation. But then what about single filers? Like, what happens now? Like, are we not? Uh, that This is the shit that be blowing me. Are yeah. we, am I not going through sing, uh, housing crime? Yeah, I'm a little, con I'm a little concerned because mm -hmm. that isn't really, I mean, it's great for couples, but, you know. So then what happens if you guys get married and divorced in the same year? What happens now? Like That's a great question. You get know what I mean? Like, um, hmm. That's, I, I can't, I hate it. There's I, a lot of loopholes in this. Like, what do you of, think is paying for all this shit in here? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> mm -mm, I don't like it. I, no. Hey, but y'all voted for Trump, so uh, this is why this is happening. So. Oh my God. The good thing is that like there is, there is a limit, you know, so it might not always be, but we're dealing with taxes now. Right, so. right, exactly. <laughs> That's so that. for basically this year and next year, this is what we'll have to be dealing with. This is what we have to deal with. Um, something else we have to deal with now is this WARN Act. You want to talk about that? Yes. So I want to talk about this because, Child. as you guys know, there have been a lot of layoffs, specifically in um, tech, like Google, I think IBM laid some people off. Oh, really? I think wow. so. Like a lot, a lot of companies have been laying... Um, people off. And I learned that um, I think almost 30 days before a company is going to lay off people, they have to warn the state of, of, of their layoff and how many people are going to be laid off. Oh, that's messy. So if you, for whatever reason, think that your company might lay off people, yeah. you can type in WARN Act and then your state, and it'll take you to the government website where you can see if your company it's up there, and if they're going to um, do layoffs. Ooh. I, I know about this because it came across my timeline on TikTok, Ooh. and then a friend of mine um, thought that maybe she was going to lose her job, yeah. and so I went and typed in Warren Act, and then I typed in the state that it was in, and her company was not up there. Ooh, that is... But they did lay off people, so I don't think the company was registered in the same state that, I, that it was... Um, Interesting. That it was in. So... That's also something to keep in mind. Even though you, like, for instance, like, my job, I live here in Charlotte, but I would have to look at Warren Act for, like, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, oh, okay. I because of where, it. the, where his headquarters at. Oh, okay, so, I get it. Okay. So this is something, like, just something, like, to keep in mind. If you think for whatever reason, like, your job, maybe, yeah. like, firing people or something. Because I think it's, like, like, companies over, like, a certain number of employees. So, like, if you have a 1,000 employees mm -hmm. or more, then you have to, like, report to the government that you're that going to. That would make sense. Then you have to Find report it. to the government that you're going to lay off a certain number of people or whatever. Um, so, if your job is acting real sketch and y'all got over a 1,000 employees, type in Warren Act in your state. So, Warren Act, North Carolina. Warren Act, Pennsylvania. Warren Act, New York. And you should find the information. 
Um, it's usually like in some type of like Excel sheet. It'll be like a link on a website and it'll like tell you. And yeah. you can see certain states have it like where you can see like from the past four years. Oh, that's cool. So, well, it's, it, it, it is cool. I think it's a good thing because if you're looking to get a job at a certain, it's like, oh, let me see what they on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I don't think a lot of people think to even look at that. Like, you know, like yeah. people feel like what's your turnover rate? You know, they might be like, well, why are people leaving? Like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But it's like, why are you literally laying people off? Mm-hmm. Um, mm, yeah, so I interesting. Just, just keep that in mind. Like I said, if, you know, your job looking funny in the light. No, facts. For real. Because, like, so many, and I think there's going to be, like, a lot of layoffs this year. Like, that's the that's the word on the street right now. Yeah. There, there are going to be a lot of companies downsizing um, and whatnot. So, mm. Just keep your eyes and ears open, honey. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, people looking real sketch. Yeah. Um, yeah, y'all looking funny in the light. Another person that's looking funny in the lights is uh, the Fulton County Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis. Um, yeah, what's this about? We were all rooting for you, Fannie, okay? So Fannie Willis, who is literally the DA who is over the Georgia Trump election interference case, mm -hmm. is in jeopardy of actually being disqualified from the case oh! due to her affair with the special prosecutor that she hired, Mr. Nathan Wade. Why are you fucking him? Thank you. We got work to do. That's what I said. I'm like, okay. Let <laughs> this is, that makes me angry. Oh my God, Girl, I'm about to get upset. It, when, I, when I kept hearing allegations, I was like, no. This is just another thing. But she admitted to the relationship. It's not like she was, you know, she didn't. Eventually, she had to admit to it, her and Nathan. However, the issue is um, one of Trump's co-defendants uh, filed a motion to have her and uh, Nathan disqualified because basically it's like a conflict of interest if there was some financial gain from it. So he said, so filings are saying that Nathan was paid a certain amount of money, you know, for whatever. But because he's in relationship with Willis, they take lavish vacations, so she's benefiting financially from, you get what I mean? She's arguing that it's not a, you know, that this happened way before, you know, our relationship happened beforehand, blah, 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 blah. To Sierra's point is, the bottom line is, stop in your coworkers. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand that. I never, I will never, ever get it. Like, why are you? <laughs> Why all there's so many other men out here. There's so many other women out here. Why are you sleeping with somebody who's at the next cubicle with you or your boss or whoever? Like touch, get outside, touch some grass, touch some other ass. Seriously. That's what's happening now. So she literally is at jeopardy of, uh, you know, we always like this black woman going to get Trump out of here. She's going to make it right for the state of Georgia. That might not happen now. Wow, so. that just angered me. This is all about evidence. I'm going to actually read a quote from the judge who was like, at first it was like, oh, no, she's good. But then the judge was like, I mean, at the end of the day, this is a thing. And we can't, ha you know, but it's, he, I like this judge. His name is Fulton County Judge Scott McAfee. He oh. was saying it's all about evidence. Like, I hear all this, you know, mm. he said, she said, all this stuff like that. Right. But it's all about the evidence. So I'm going to read the quote that he actually said. 
He said, I think it's clear that disqualification can occur if evidence is produced demonstrating an actual conflict or the appearance of one. Mm -hmm. The state has admitted a relationship exists. And so what remains to be proven is the existence and extent of any financial benefit. Again, if there, if there even was one. And so, because I think it's possible that the facts alleged by the defendant could result in disqualification, I think an evi uh, evidentiary hearing can, uh, can must occur to establish the record uh, of those core allegations. So, okay, was she dealing with this man before this? That's what she says. That's what he says. Is there a proof of this? No. And neither of them are married to other people, right? Not that I know of, mm-mm. Mm -mm. Now that's something that it's just basically, no, I don't. So let me, let me, I don't want to use the word affair. I'll say their relationship because mm -hmm. that might come off like they were, you know, engaged with other people, but right. they just had a relationship. And I mean, I can understand how this would look funny in the light. You know what I'm saying? Like you hire this a special prosecutor that you just happen to be sleeping with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah, that, that oh, I, my. I think I don't. I why think, would you hire him? I think anybody are, would look at this kind of like, girl, why would you hire him if you was sleeping with him? Yeah, you um, cannot shit where you eat where you shouldn't anyway. Yeah. Um. So basically, like her, Wade and some other members, uh, some other employees of the DA's office were subpoenaed. So they're going to have a hearing. Um, what was that? They're going to have a, a hearing sometime this week. Mm -hmm. So we might be back next week with some updates. Hopefully that hopefully there's no evidence that there was any financial gain and she'll be able to continue with this Trump interfe uh, election interference case because, girl, we was rooting for you. That just pissed me off. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. It pissed me off, too, because it's just like, why? Like, why, what are you, what is, why, girl? What do you gain from this? Why, girl? Why? What do you gain from this? Why, girl? Why? Oh, my God. Um, what we got next? Speaking of Trump actually <clears throat> um he's getting a little scared mm. um so mm. so basically the supreme court is pretty much it's up to the supreme court about trump gaining uh, gaining immunity from all of his election ballots all his crimes right okay right um so this is really like you can tell that he's getting scared now because he's like trying to push a date back it's it's looking real it's it's looking real real weird okay so if the court decides to reject Trump's request for a pause on a hearing I mean on a trial the case could go back down to U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin who's also a black woman remember her yeah to proceed to trial but the trial wouldn't begin right away so there's a lot of strategies from Trump's camp that mm -hmm. you know in the back end is like. They kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> me personally, I don't think this should go to the Supreme Court because of who sits on the bench of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yes. Um, Trump put two mm -hmm. justices on that court. One, I'm sorry, not one. Uh, Clarence Thomas in itself. Cool. Okay, enough said. I just don't think that, if this goes to the Supreme Court, I just don't think that it's going to um be good for any anti trumper. If you are a MAGA, maybe. But you know, this <clears throat> mm -hmm. saying him, you know, uh trying to get immunity and saying that he is above the law because he was a president is absurd to me. And if that goes through, mm. what does that say for future presidents oh, of America? Listen. I know Nixon descendants are like, excuse me? 
What you mean? I just, I, 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 I just, I can't. Clinton gonna be like, oh, really now? I cannot. <laughs> and they ain't even really do shit. I cannot fathom with the, oh no. Mm -hmm. Do you know how horrible? Yeah, go It would be horrendous for us. Like, I'm just thinking about it, like, and I'm not even thinking about, like, in terms of, like, anti like pro trump magas like gl mm -hmm. gloating like i'm talking about like people who run next oh yeah or if he wants because i came across a clip on tiktok of this guy who like interviews people who are pro trump or whatever is it jordan coupler no it's not no no <laughs> I, I, I like him I but no him. like he like goes live on like zoom or twitch or something and mm -hmm. have them like come and talk or yeah. whatever uh, and a guy said that he wanted america to be a trump dictatorship that is what he wants. He wants Trump to rule forever. Why? But here's my thing. Trump's not going to live forever. Girl, he's 77 years old. Falling into that, like, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he gets immunity, it gets, it's going to get weird after that. Because then that means he can um, forego all kinds of other shit through the, like, Mm -mm. Yeah, he's going to put all the, he's going to get all them January 6th people out of jail. He literally, can, this literally cannot happen. This literally can, it, it cannot it should not happen. This should not happen. No, you said it right the first time. Like, it cannot happen. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. It, it cannot not happen. happen. It literally cannot. We cannot let this happen. Like, because if he's skirting the laws like that, mm -hmm. no. I don't want it. I don't want it. The fact that they are prolonging it this long, honestly, kind of just shades my optimism, you know, for what I said last week. Mm -hmm. Because... I, I personally feel like this should take precedent. I really, you know, I understand that there's other issues at hand. We get that. But this needs to be rectified now. Like, we don't, like, why Why are we, there should be no more pauses. I feel like it should be, like, three short. Okay, you get one pause, two pauses, three pauses. After the third one, no, no, no. Get Sit your ass up in here, and we're going to try this, and that's it. Because enough. Like, you're yeah. just, you're literally just, all you're doing is moving him closer to uh, the starting line to run again against Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I didn't even put Biden on the list because I can't even fathom him right now. But, yeah. Um, yeah. That's so scary. If you have a minute, catch up on what's going on with Trump. I know you don't like talking about him, but really, I'm really encouraging y'all to educate yourself on what's happening. Like, forget what social media says. Mm -hmm. Go to the sources, NBC News, ABC News, Head Wraps and Lipsticks News, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> And just educate yourself on what's happening here. Because, like, what Sis said, like, we're preparing ourselves to come on, like, breaking that it's either he's going to be completely off the ballot and we don't have to hear from him ever again, or he's going to be able to proceed. And then we're just going to be back in 2020. Yep. I'm 2016. Damn. You getting me? Damn. So, pay attention. Lastly... Election, I'm sorry, politically, mm -hmm. this is a good thing for black voters in uh, Louisiana. So our voter, our listeners who are talking from well, Louisiana, yeah. this is for you guys. Similar to what happened in Alabama, um, a judge ruled that Louisiana's legislative maps violated voting acts right. Wow. Okay. Well, wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yep. So um, a federal judge ruled that maps Louisiana lawmakers drew two years ago to update the boundaries of their own mm -hmm. districts do not give black voters a fair opportunity to elect their own representatives. Mm. Okay. Mm. Her, um, judge Shelley Dick of the Metal... I'm sorry. 
Mm-hmm. Judge Shelley Dick of the Middle District of Louisiana rejected the state house and Senate map saying they violate the Voting Rights Act. Her ruling came in the case of Noreen versus Aerodine, in which black voters sued the Secretary of State and Republican legislative leaders. The plaintiffs argued the maps unlawfully dilute black voting strength by gerrymandering the districts to minimize the number of majority black House and Senate seats. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Louisiana. This is happening in Mississippi. This is happening in Alabama as well. Like right now. It's going on right now. So pay attention. This is what this is why busting ballots is important. This yes. is why this show is important because we need you to understand what's going on so that you don't get to you don't get to the voting box and it's like, wait a minute, these aren't the people that I you know that's been Man, I'm telling you. These aren't the people that I've learned about. These aren't the people that have been knocking on my door. Cause I'm, cause as a North Carolina resident, what they one thing they gonna do around here? Oh, they, they gonna rezone you real quick, real fast, real fast. Okay, you think you in one zone? You better check again. Right. You better check again. You don't want to go to the voting place that you've been going to all your life. And they're like, oh no, you're supposed to vote all the way eight miles from here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Something I do consistently, like going up to, into voting, like maybe the week or the week before, mm-hmm. I just keep checking. Yeah. I keep, where's my polling place at? Yeah. You can, there are so many places where you can just go, but vote.org is the most, the most, probably the most prolific one. And just keep checking. Make sure you, it ain't change. Make sure it did not change. Know okay. Know your district. Know mm-hmm. your voting zones. Mm-hmm. Like pay attention to what's going on. Yep. Especially if you live in the South. Mm-hmm. Especially if, I'm not saying that things don't go up, up North, because they, they definitely do. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the South, Pay attention to what's going on because it's under attack. Ballotpedia.org. We've been talking about them for years on this show. Years. Ballotpedia.org. You can go and find a sample ballot for your district, mm-hmm. your county, or whatever, so you know what's going on. So cannot tell you enough. Cannot say enough high, great things about Ballotpedia.org. Right. Really can't. Damn. But I mean, I, that doesn't surprise me, though. It surprises me that they actually ruled against, you know, that, that they actually mm-hmm. found this to be a violation because a lot of these, mm-hmm. you know, courts, there's money under the table. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the right people in the right places to make sure that things shake. We just finished talking about Trump. It's a fine, if, prime example. OK, Alabama is still fighting with this. So it's just, you know. Yeah. Mm. OK. We're done with politics. Yes, yes, yes. Now for the hot topics. Um, I thought this was funny. Okay. Well, it's not. No, it's not funny. It's not funny at all. Oh. There was a judge in Oklahoma that recently resigned after she was caught texting her bailiff during a murder trial. Over 500 texts was sent back and forth between her and her bailiff, her court bailiff. While she was trying, while she was uh, uh, sitting <laughs> on a murder trial, what she was talking about the state prosecutors, she was actually being in favor of the defense attorneys. She was kind of lusting over a police officer that sat on the bench. It was so much going on with this uh, judge. I wrote about it, and I was cracking up because in my mind, I'm like, so think about the person who's on, on trial. trial. Like you weren't paying attention. The person who was on trial actually was found guilty. But I'm like, in my, opi- in my opinion, because y'all know I'm a lawyer in my head, right? <laughs> I feel like this is like grounds for a mistrial. Yeah. 
This is ground for a mistrial because I mean, oh, she was talking. The judge was talking about the juror, the jurors. Somebody's wig was on backwards. Something <gasps> like that. she was cutting up with her bailiff. Well, I didn't know. I thought it was like I, th- I didn't think you could bring cell phones into the courtroom. You're a judge. You do what you want. Who gonna shock her? Damn. Who gonna shock her? Somebody needs to clearly. Well, she had resigned. She stepped down from the bench, um, you know, but I personally feel like the person who was found guilty deserves a new trial because I don't feel safe with that decision. Yo. I really just thought that was very interesting. What um, the hell? I just thought that was funny. I was just like, yo, this is. That's just... a whole new different type of BS in that work. Girl. Um, oh, my God. Speaking of, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to call it BS. Okay. You want to talk about Club Shay Shay and Monique? Well, I didn't watch the full interview. I watched a few clips, long, lengthy clips. So Monique went on Shannon Sharp's uh, podcast. Hmm. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. she spilled some tea, and it's the same tea she drinks all the time. Yeah, it is. It is the, the same. The same shit you've heard. I don't need to reiterate any of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know what to say. Like, I just, I'm just, I'm so over it. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> I feel like, I like Monique. Yeah. I like Monique. Mm-hmm. I have, I don't have a problem with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Oprah does look very, very funny in the light. Oh, for sure. Now listen, two things can be right at one time. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of like, all right, Oprah, mm-hmm. you need to get it together. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm sorry. I, hear me out. <laughs> I get where she's coming from about Tyler Perry starting the rumor and mm-hmm. literally causing her to be somewhat blackballed, not somewhat, mm-hmm. blackballed from the industry. Yeah. Um, I... I'm sh- I'm shifting out of the Oprah lane because I'm like, damn. Oh yeah. Like, when I think about the Butler, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the Butler. All the I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Like yikes. Yeah. Yeah. But Tyler. Tyler continues to put on for black actors mm-hmm. continuously, regardless of if he's the only one in the writers' room. Mm-hmm. He continues to put on for those black actors, so I I can't really get off that ship or move out of that lane just yet. Well, wait. What Something that did what that did was mentioned in the interview what that is, I don't know if you saw, but she, she had a clip of, of like a of, of yes she had um, evidence of Tyler on the phone talking to her saying that he like basically admitting that he you know basically blackballed her mm-hmm. from the industry and they sent the they sent the audio clip to Shannon Sharps and his team so everybody in there heard the clip so that is the one new piece of news uh, that we have from that interview. I'm gonna say this about Shannon Sharp. I love, I like, I actually enjoy Club Shay Shay. Um, but I think it's a 50 50. A mm-hmm. part of me feels like he may need to just chill out for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think it's just getting a little dangerous a little bit. Like this, the tea that's being spilled is like mm-hmm. to the point where I was a little uncomfortable for him during the Monique interview because mm-hmm. I know Shannon was probably like, okay. I'm not about to lose my endorsements mm-hmm. or my opportunities to mm-hmm. save faith. Like, I just thought that that was all the way wrong for, like, look in the camera. Mm-hmm. Look in the camera, mm-hmm. Shannon. And tell you tell your friend. Hold on. Ah! 
Hold on a minute. I mean, he did it, but he did. I mean, I watched it. I watched up until like I watched like two hours and thirty minutes of it because it's like three hours long. I know when sis hit the parking lot, he was on that phone hot. Like, get Tyler on the line now. Like, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> um, or Kevin Hart. You know, now her her beef with Kevin Hart. What you got to say? I don't got nothing to say. What you got to I say? I don't have nothing to say. You do? I don't. You got something to say. I don't got nothing to say. I'm just saying, like, her, I, if somebody said they're going to do something for you, and then they renege, that would leave a nasty taste in my mouth, too. Yeah. That's all I'm, listen, like I said, Monique has valid arguments. She does. And when she brings these things up. It's not like she's crazy or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, no. I, you know, she has valid points. She does. She brings the receipts or whatever, you know, clearly. Yeah. She clearly bought the Tyler Perry uh, evidence. Um, so, yeah. But also, today. Oof. Girl. Uh, her son, her oldest son, put out damn near a 10-minute video. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. The full thing on TikTok. Um, talking about their estranged relationship. And I didn't even know she had. I didn't know he existed. I feel like I kind of knew. But I don't really, you know. Yeah. Like, Kim Kim Parker is her daughter to me. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know. You know, he basically talked about, like, his, his estranged relationship with her and how, you know, she wasn't a good mother and, you know, how he's had to come to reckon with that and whatnot. And, I mean, listen... Again, two things can be right at one time. You know what I'm saying? She, she probably really, I don't know. You you want to play a little bit of it? Of the video you sent me? Yeah. Of, of their response to him? Oh, yeah. Well, wait. Because his video is long as hell. It is. It's 10 minutes. Like, yeah. So we um, can play just a clip from like his response. From Monique's response? Yeah. Monique, okay. Yeah. So this, this, is what, this is what her and her husband slash manager mm -hmm. had to say. There was a... Uh... Instagram that was put up or I guess it was TikTok baby. TikTok that was put up by my son. My oldest son, Shalon. And this is what I want to say to this. There are some people that are saying, Oh, you should be ashamed of your mothering skills. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is what I'll say. Let's let it play out. Because the same ones that said to me I was crazy, I was deranged. We watched it play out. So just like with my son, we'll watch this play out. And I, I do want to address this though, Shalon. When you say her daddy, her daddy, then that's when mommy gonna say stop playing because you know this has been Uncle Sid your whole life. Uncle Sid knew you before you knew you. So for you to say her three sons, Yes, you're absolutely right. He has three sons. He can't claim you as his son because he's always been Uncle Sid, and he knows your daddy very well. And love that brother. And the irony of all of this is not what is said, but what's left off. Yes. See, you're, you're leaving off the fact that the last time we laid eyes on you, your mother got you everything you needed for the newborn baby about three years ago. You're forgetting about how I from Georgia am talking you through getting your car after we gave you the half of the down payment for it 
and you were 31 years of age, 32 years of age at that point, and I'm negotiating the deal with the dealer for you as you sit there, and you have the vehicle you're driving right now because of your mother. These are the things that you're... Okay, hold on. <laughs> so in this video that Shalon posted, 10 Minutes, he talked about the materialistic relationship that are the materialistic ways that his mother mm -hmm. tried to mother him. Like that really was it. Like, Oh, I gave you this. I gave you that. And you need to be grateful. Mm -hmm. So them saying that, like, you know, it's not about, it's what you left off. We did this for you mm -hmm. and we did that for you. So you should be grateful. Leaving out when you are expressing what you're expressing in reference to your mother, you're not expressing the relationship that, you have with your father where you spoke ill to him, not to mention spoke ill to your mother, but somehow your mother and father and I all have a loving relationship and communicate back and forth because of the love that we have for you. The one thing these individuals and to the individuals out here that oftentimes speak after they've heard one side of the story, there's an old saying, believe half of what you see and none of what it is that you hear. Please don't take our word for it. But what we will convey is this. Those who are parents and have raised their parents up to being adults. The children. Raise their children up to being adults. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Those who are parents that raise their children into adulthood know that there comes a time and a place in which they determine their own decisions, their own path. You can have multiple children that multiple children that are raised in one house, but they act and they take on different things. I'm going to link the son's long video in mm -hmm. this in this as well so you can guys can get the full understanding if you haven't seen it already. But I'm going to say like from Shalon's point it, it it's having to deal with stuff when he was younger, when he couldn't make decisions for himself. Right. And there seem to be talking about right. stuff from, from like basically now, like right. him as an adult. Right. And so that's where the paths seem to be crossing. Furthermore, um, stop getting on the fucking internet. Leave us out of it. Ooh, uh, I don't, yeah. don't want to hear no more about this shit. I don't want to hear no more. Yeah. I don't want to hear no more about this shit. I, I'm kind of, um, yeah. Mm -mm. Like, Across the board. Re like, everybody shut up. Like, like that's what I'm saying about Club Shay Shay. Like, enough. I don't want to hear no more drama about comedians. I've got, I've got, I've got things to say while, while we're on this topic of Club Shay Shay. Oh, yes. Um, okay, open. Sorry. Make journalists great again. Yeah. God damn it. <sighs> make journalists great again. You good over there, sis? You go through a lot. It's just, you know. You know, I... Mm-hmm. Are the, are the interviews good because he's asking leading-in questions? Or are the interviews good because there are people on there willing to spill tea and shit that they need to get off their chest? That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Ditto. I, I, <laughs> I literally, I had started a TikTok 
and I didn't get a chance to finish it because mm-hmm. I was just scoffing because mm-hmm. I was feeling the type of way about Club Shay Shay. Mm-hmm. Not, okay. Not feeling the type of way about the show because I like Shannon Sharp. Yeah, no. I'm it's, glad yeah. that he kind of escaped from under Skip Bayless and For starting sure. his- For sure, You yes. know what I'm saying? And is starting his own brand. But in listening to the way that he questions people- mm-hmm. It drives me insane. Oh my god! The questions are repetitive. Um, they can be a li- girl. Take me to the nearest cliff because I want to jump off. Seriously. Of it. Oh my. They're god. repetitive. Uh, they can be condescending. Um, and to Sis's point, I just think that that is the way that I'm not going to call it journalism. Interviews are being. Are being held like that's just the way that they're being, you know, initiated now. Like anybody that knows how to write a sentence can give an interview, mm-hmm. and I don't think that that is right. Like, um, I'm yeah, I I agree, and that just goes across the board. Like Club Shay Shay, um, you know, some of these other outlets that are growing popular. Nowadays, uh, sidebar for those of you who are new here, Sherelle mm. and I both graduated from the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University Aggie, hi. with journalism degrees, right? So <laughs> that's why we're bringing it up because it is a sore spot for us, and it is kind of like hard because us as journalists, you know, you want to see real journalists in, in spaces where they can get these 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 great questions. Because there were a lot of questions I wanted to, like, want him to ask during the Cat Williams interview mm. that he did not ask. Mm-hmm. And he kept going back to, like, fucking uh, next Friday or whatever. Like, asking, like, I'm like, there is so much happening here right now yeah. that you could cl- clearly take advantage of. And I think it's a little bit more frustrating because people are going to that space willing to be open and he's not grabbing the, the grabbing in the right spots. And it's like, oh, my God, yeah. this interview could be way more banging right? if you knew how to pull those questions out of those people. And I'm just kind of noticing the shift in, you know, when it comes to gender dynamics in the podcasting space and things like that. Like the men are being a lot more messy. Ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, girl. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. The men are being a lot more messy um, to the point where they, it's like they're sought out to be messy. Mm-hmm. Club Shay Shay, Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. The list goes on and on and on. And Joe then, Budden in them. Jo- don't even. Joe Budden. I don't, we, don't have, we, don't, we don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. I, mm, God damn it. Um, uh-huh. And the women podcasters, not so much. They're giving you the, you know, I mean, growing up like in news and broadcasting, like men were the ones that gave you the hard facts, mm-hmm. the hard news and everything like that versus women were a lot more opinionated. That's why you saw more women talk show hosts mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and now the roles have switched. Oh, wow, sis, you are correct. You feel me? Yes. And I find it to be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um and it's, it's older men. I think I could go like off on a tangent, but I think it does have to do with like the time in society. And I think it also has to do mm. like a lot of like what, um, I think it has to do with like women, like no longer having to like wanting to just be like this one thing. Mm. And I think it like, come on. I think it like kind of lead like the, the, 
the whole femininity, masculinity thing, I think it finds its way in that, in yeah. that the way it presents itself now. Oh, for sure. I mean, you you literally have um, what's the name on the Joe Budden podcast? What's the name? Oh, uh, not uh, Superhead. Is that Superhead? No, uh, uh, Melissa Ford. Melissa Ford on the Joe po- on the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. Now you have, I mean, Andrew Lee was always on the Breakfast Club, and now you have Jess So Hilarious mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club. It's always that like you just gotta have that female mm-hmm. take, but it's a different type of. Yeah, I don't want to say different type of female because I don't want to put them in a category, but it's just the truth. Mm-hmm. There's a different type of dynamic um, that is on these shows when it comes to your female host, and it's just it's very interesting. And I think in the time of Me Too, women have found themselves to be more of the truth tellers than the men, mm-hmm. and I think that's why women are coming across so much more as quotable and viable sources hmm. than men. Men are like a well. Right. Here's some messy tea type of vibe. That's what I think. And it's it's older men for me. It's like, you know, you're, you're open to your opinion, you know, like, but is this what y'all do in the barbershop? Is this barbershop talk just with a camera and a mic now? I sent just one of my favorite podcasts this past week. See, I don't see. See, okay. I got education from them. Yes. Because even but the clip that so, you sent me, mm-hmm. I didn't know what that term meant. Yeah. I had no clue. When you said, I was like, what's she sending me? What does this mean? What does it even mean? But I'm listening mm-hmm. as I'm scrubbing my bath. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I haven't, I've yet to come across another podcast mm-hmm. with men on the mics like that. I mean, Gavin's podcast is like that. You know, the he, Black Dad's podcast? Yeah. Wow. Funny you, enough you bring yeah. him up. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Gavin. Gavin tagged us in something. We, we went out of time and the camera's about to die. Oh, no. It's okay. Um, you tagged us in something, be it messy per usual. I want y'all to know Gavin is messy, honey. Gavin is He messy. tagged us, like, his, his podcast, the Black Dads podcast, shout out to them. They have a question on there. Should our kids attend underfunded HBCUs? I am going to play this clip. Mm-hmm. Are we doing a disservice to our children by sending them to a HB, HBCUs that are so underfunded that they might not be equipped for our kids? I'm taking pictures yesterday and I'm listening to an HBCU re- just realized they inserted 10 year old technology on campus and they're trying to figure out how to not to catch up, but to get ahead. But their biggest thing kept coming back to we are 10 years behind. That's insane. And. This ain't, and I text you yesterday and I said, damn, this ain't the first time I've been at an HBCU and they've talked about being behind as far as technology or building codes or are we doing our kids a disservice and how can we combat that? Because it seems like when you hear from HBCU students and uh, they seem to tell you about their social highlights and not the other issues that, hey, I don't deal with at a PWI. This conversation takes nuance. Mm. And I don't know if we have enough time. But first I want to say Gavin did not attend an HBCU. That should be noted. Right. Second of all, I don't know in the context of the people who you're talking to in conversation when they're talking about their school and whatnot. But um, I graduated. You know, <laughs> you know, I graduated. So it's not like the technology isn't there. It's As not. a matter of fact, all this shit in here that I learned, all this technological shit, Thank you, A&T. Yeah. I got that from my school. I learned how to use camera. I know, how, I know what 4K settings are. I know what all this shit means yeah. because I went to an A&T. Now, are there HBCUs who are, under, are underfunded? 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Would I consider that being a disservice? I don't necessarily, I don't think so, but I understand. I understand his point in that. I understand his point in not being able to have the right technology in order for your your students to garner the, the proper education so that they can be competitive in the uh, in the job force, workforce. But I doesn't. I don't think that. I don't. I don't know if I would call that a disservice, though. No, I wouldn't at all. Yeah, I. I Mm-mm. It's gonna come down to race when I answer this question. Oh. I don't. I don't consider it a disservice because. It's not like. We don't have access to the internet. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that every school has the internet. Right. So while there may be an equipment or certain pieces of equipment missing from said schools, it's not completely out of hand. I don't, I think in today's age or whatnot, it's not impossible anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. That can help you get to the proper resources. Yeah. So to say that sending your kid to an HBCU is a disservice is disrespectful. And first of all, there's plenty of under, uh, um, what are you, what is the term you use? Underserved? Underserved. Underserved PWIs around here. Let's not act like mm-hmm. every PWI is out here, like the University of Kentucky, University of Chapel Hill, North Carolina Chapel Hill, none mm-hmm. of that stuff like that. You got your Gardner Webs. Oh. You got your, you know, uh, you got your Guilford Colleges. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your Catawba Colleges, you know, that might not be super popular and might be struggling in that sense. So, um, Sis said everything that I was going to say. Like, I don't care if you're going to huge HBCUs like FAMU versus smaller HBCUs like Benedict College in Mm -hmm. South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, At the end of the day, like, and I feel like it's comments like that that just kind of give HBCUs kind of a bad, um, you know, a bad connotation and a bad reputation. Mm -hmm. It's like they're talking about their social, you know, like what happened on the social scene. Like, that's not what happens. Now, yeah, you talking about maybe back in like 1987 or something like that? Sure. Sure, okay? But if you're talking about now, if there's a student that goes to HBCU and still feels like they are at a disadvantage te- technologically, I don't really think that's the school's fault. I have I do not think that's the school's fault at all, like because everything is at the palm of your hands in 2024. Like, please, I I don't I, I don't I don't think that's the case, but at the end of the day, um Going to HBCU for black children, in my opinion, should always be the choice. Point blank, period. Mm. Like, um, because just the life skills that you're learning from technology to the social scene to the political scene to the social injustice scene is going to be completely different than when you step foot on UNCC's campus. Mm-hmm. When you step foot on UNCG's campus versus A&T, hell, or Bennett College. So, um, yeah, no, I think you're wrong. Furthermore, I want to add on... When you bring up conversations like this and you use it in contrast to PWIs, you are further making this uh, a hard issue in the black community. We already have enough coons as it is saying that I'm proud of my PWI. There was an entire situation going on with A&T's, was it water or something? Heating. And there were black students, there were black people in the comments sure saying could have never happened at my PWI. But you know what could fucking happen? The KKK walking right through your fucking campus. Don't you ever in your fucking life... Don't you ever in your life, right? Don't you ever in your life compare being at a PWI and HBCU? There's okay, no so okay, so you got access to thirty thousand Mac computers at your PWI, but at what cost? But you know, if you don't have access to your PWIs, DEI initiatives. Oh shit! I'm about to fucking go. I gotta go. I gotta go.
I got to go. I got to go. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is under attack everywhere. But you know where they're going to find a safe space at? HBCUs. So. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's just. There's too much. I mean, there's always going to be this HBCU versus PWI conversation. For but, sure. You know, it's it's very bothersome. It's just it's just bothersome. It's bothersome. And, it's, it, and I think it, it hurts the most when it comes from other black people. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times I have people who like went to PWIs. It was like my one biggest regret in life is that I didn't go to an HBCU. Right. Y'all be saying that shit in my ear all the time. <laughs> and then we're getting content like I'm a black student in the PWI. Of course I've been called. You know, of course I've been called a nigga. What? At what? Again, at what cost? At what cost? At what cost? At what cost? You think what happened at the university? Oh, wait. When was the lynch mob in Richmond? Yes. You think that would have happened at Virginia State University? Absolutely. Not in your fucking, fucking life. Not. Yo. Don't you ever Not in, in your, your life. Don't you ever in your they life. They would have them niggas at the dough. Like, you what you ever, doing here? Don't you ever in your life. Ever. Keep it cute. Ever. Keep it cute. And make sure you're not at homecoming since everybody got such a problem. Yeah. Not just at G-Ho. Yeah, okay. FAMU's homecoming. No, don't Living, go to no HBCU. Livingstone's homecoming. Don't go to no HBCU come, homecoming if we so Texas underserved. Texas Southern University. Don't come, out there for, don't come out there for a free plate since we so underserved. We can't, we can't afford to give your ass no free food. Get right. the fuck out of here. We can't afford to have you climbing fences at Howard to get exactly. on the Exactly. Don't you ever in your life. Absolutely not. Wild. Anyway. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. We like we lit his ass up. He like, he like to have so much to say. We love bro. you, Gavin. I, I don't know. You still gave us them janky ass stands, nigga. I, I, I didn't forget. Oh, I ain't forgot. Damn. Call me nine eleven because I never forget. You know what? You, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wrap it up. Sorry. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn. I had two more things. On. We ain't got time. We'll do it next week. We'll we do don't. it. We'll do it next week. Damn. Do, do we have any new reviews? Oh, you know what? I don't I don't know. I don't oh. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. You know what? You are I'm, done. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do nothing else. I'm you, not going to say nothing else. You know that that is not true. I'm not going to say nothing else. And oh, oh, no. Wow. Nasty work. Nothing, huh? No. Zero things. Ricky Smiley has a podcast? I oh, that's the, the morning show. No, oh, okay. I'm yeah. about to say Okay, well, y'all have not left us a review. Y'all lame. Um, please be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter at HatRapPod. We're on Instagram at Hat and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, HatRaps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.HatRapsAndLipsticks.com, where you can find crewnecks and T-shirts like the, like the ones that we're wearing right now. Um, they are for sale but not on sale. Um, and be sure to share the podcast. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. Listen, we are a black woman-owned-led podcast that's talking about politics. We are very niche and unique. We need y'all to share. Unique? Okay, so we need y'all to share, share, share. Um, and lastly, we are, we are on a bunch of platforms. So tell them that they can find us everywhere. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Okay? If you had less five stars... And left a review, I would have read it, but you didn't do that, did you? That's okay. Oh. It's okay. Oh, okay. It's all right. All right, sis. Well. Nope. Nope. Mm. nope. What's, your, what's your joke? I don't. I don't have my joke this week. Because nothing's funny. I don't. Y- <laughs> <laughs> nothing's funny. Mm-hmm.
See y'all next week. Peace. Maybe y'all leave a review then. You better. You should. That's. You should. It would behoove you to do something. Right. I learned that at AT. Okay. Goodbye. You know what? Log off. Log. <laughs> I am fucking done. <laughs> I.